Hello and welcome to this episode of the John Henry Weston Show, where we're going to be showcasing an incredible pro-life song with video that's going to knock your socks off. It was first aired at the March for Life in Berlin, where people were obviously taken with it. You're going to want to stay tuned. Bernarda Brunovic, welcome to the program. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> Let's begin as we always do at the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We uh, played a little clip of uh, your music video, which was just absolutely stunning. Uh, we're going to watch the uh, full clip of it now, and uh, I want to get your reaction to it uh, as soon as we're done.
Bernardo, first of all, just absolutely beautiful. I think for most people, stunning. What was the reaction you received from the crowd uh, when uh, you were uh, aired this live at the uh, Berlin March for Life in Germany in 2020? It was unbelievable. I, I never could have thought that people would be just so happy hearing this. It was it was fantastic. I was there singing, performing, having a great time, and then receiving so much applause and jubilations. It was, I can only say a thanks be to God. This is why I have come. And it's just, it was all worth the traveling and the pre- preparations. Thanks be to God. This is a, a, a very interesting background, uh, this, this, uh, this performance, this, this piece of music. Um, you yourself are blind from birth um, and therefore have, you know, a, the, the challenges that come with that. But tell us the genesis of how this song came to be. It all started in 2018 when I was on The Voice of Germany. I happened to be there. During that time, it was a very intense time. That's a music competition, Voice of Germany. And uh, it's usually, it's tryouts from thousands of people, right? You've gotten the voice in the USA. We've got it in Germany. We also had it in Switzerland, but I happened to be in Germany about that time. And Father Thomas de Bayer, who is the writer and composer of the song, he knows uh, my spiritual director, Bishop Eleganti, and he contacted him and uh, my spiritual director he contacted me was like you know there is a priest and he's got a song and you know it's pro-life what about that he contacts you I said why not really I mean (laughs) and so Father Thomas contacted me and asked me if I was interested for the song uh, uh, you know interested with the song and I said you know I've just Send me the demo if you have anything. And he sent me the demo. And I said, you know what? It's a great song. Um, it's just that right now I'm at The Voice. It's a very intense time. And uh, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. I finished fifth on The Voice. Was, got very close to the finals, but didn't get into the finals. And as soon as this was kind of finished, I contacted him back and I was like, why why not do something with that song so preparations were made when it should be recorded and what we can use it for and then march for life came you know into our view like in berlin and uh i happened to be at that time right after both the voice of germany uh on a management contract and um this particular manager who was organizing the performances and everything. So I told her, look, I have this song and we will use it for some great big pro-life stuff. March for Life in Berlin, for instance. And I remember her reaction was like, you ain't going to no pro-life. Are you out of your mind? I was like, well, why not? And she was like, you're going to ruin your career. You ain't going to perform on no significant TV stations over in Germany. And, you know, you need those promotional performances and all that. And I was like, look, I'm not famous. Well, but you have, you know, gained some popularity now through the voice. And now will you destroy everything? I was like, 
people tried to scare me. That manager tried to scare me. And uh, some people that I know, some of my acquaintances tried to scare me. And so I thought, okay, whatever, I will just, you know, pray about it. Maybe I'm rushing into something. Maybe I really should be a bit more prudent. I don't know. And so I began to pray about everything. And um, as time went, you know, passed by, one of the reasons why I eventually decided to really, you know, not go with that manager anymore was the whole pro-life issue. It just began nagging me, like, go for this, just record that song and go to the March for Life. Because little unborn kids, they need a voice. They cannot defend themselves. And uh, we need more pro-lifers. And I remember my own story and my own background. I myself am also a child for whom my parents have you know, decided themselves. My parents have said yes to me when people try to scare them. Oh, no. What if you don't have a sick child? My sister, she was not in the best of health. And my parents for a long time, they did not dare, you know, have any more children because they were afraid, well, it's going to be a sick child. And living in Croatia at that time, the regime was such that, you know, abortion was, was normal, right? It was normal that a whole lot of women were just doing that. But my parents, they, despite of all, all that fear, they said yes to me. And that's why I'm alive. And so I thought to myself, my goodness, life was given to me. And now I have to instances, give it back and pass it on. Like, just be a voice for, the, for our unborn brothers and sisters. I gave this to God. I said, you know, you're going to lead this thing. I said goodbye to that manager who also happened, who turned out to be not really the most trustworthy person. A whole lot of bad things have also happened in the meantime, which have really left me kind of devastated. But now in, in hindsight, I think to myself, probably the Lord allowed this for, but he, he has reasons. Mm -hmm. And so eventually I contacted Father Thomas and said, you know what? I'm recording that song and I'm going to the March for Life. And I recorded that song and I ended up on the March for Life and the rest is history. Well, we're so grateful you did that. If if people want to get hold of you um, and uh, and learn more about your music, where can they do that? There is under my name, Bernarda Brunovic, there are videos on, on YouTube. Also, the clips which I've had on, on The Voice of Germany. And uh, my latest one is when I have tried on the Croatian pre-selection for the Eurovision with a song called Colors. I ended up not on the Eurovision. I ended up seventh with 77 points. The Lord made it very clear, you ain't going to that thing. I followed that Eurovision and when I heard Italy won and, um, you know, how they looked like on stage yeah. and, and all this, I was really, I was like, maybe it's better that I did not participate. But there is also another song which I had written. It should have been my song called All of My Love. Now it's performed by Destiny. She represented Malta on Eurovision 2020. 
it should have been, but due to Corona, it was canceled. And um, so her song, All of My Love, was also written, actually co-written by me and that producer. So, I mean, just if you type into YouTube or Google Bernarda Brunovic, you will see a couple of clips, actually. Awesome. Well, I think you'll be hearing from a lot of people just with regard to an amazing pro-life song that that really inspires and uh, your story behind it is also very inspiring. Thank you very, very much for being with us on this episode of the John Henry Weston Show. Thanks be to God. And God bless you and God bless all of you. We'll see you next time. Hi, this is John Henry Weston, the co-founder and editor-in-chief of LifeSite News. I'm coming to you today because we want to be sure that we are communicating clearly with you, our loyal followers. Things are really heating up, as I'm sure you can see. Christians, conservative truth-tellers are being targeted, are being banned from social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at an alarmingly fast rate. They are attempting to suppress any narrative that does not fit that of the mainstream media. We knew this day would come. We have been warning everyone who would listen and attempting to build up alternative platforms to continue to reach you. We have established ourselves on all sorts of platforms I'm going to explain in a minute, but the most important thing to do is come direct to lifesitenews.com because there we will always be. But we've also established ourselves on platforms like Parler and MeWe and our videos can be found on Rumble as well. We would love to see each of you on those platforms too, as they are not censoring or suppressing the truth that we are sharing every single day. More than these alternative social media platforms, we highly encourage you to subscribe to our email newsletter. We have really built up a large list of loyal readers on our email marketing platform, and we have prepared several backup plans for, well, I want to say if, but it's really when, we are removed from our current platform as well. Additionally, I really encourage you, as I said before, to make it a regular habit to go directly to lifesitenews.com. Make it your homepage. While all of these different platforms are an excellent way to curate your news, going directly to our website means that you will never encounter any censorship or sudden loss of LifeSite News reporting. Here's the thing. We will never stop sharing the truth. We founded this organization with the mission to be the life, family, and culture source for men and women who seek to know the truth. We have established a track record of honest reports, and this will never stop, even with censorship happening around the globe. Again, I'm encouraging you to join us on Parler, MeWe, Rumble, and on our email list. You can find all the direct links in the description of this video. May God bless you and keep you, and we are so thankful that you've chosen to follow and support LifeSite News. I'm John Henry Weston, co-founder and editor-in-chief of LifeSite News.